Hey listeners, my name is Ajay Menon. I'm from Mumbai, India, and this podcast comes straight from my car. Well, it's it's not the ideal uh, place to record a podcast, but um, since I'm on the move, um, I decided to sort of give this a go. So, uh, small uh, brief introduction about me. Um, since the past decade, I've been in the shipping and logistics industry. Uh, started out as a salesperson, uh, also became an entrepreneur, started up a company as well. Did not go to plan, but um, eventually I decided to uh, drop out of the corporate role and uh, pursue my passion, which is football. So this this podcast, by the way, spoiler alert, is going to be about football, more or less. Um, I did my first level of uh, a coaching batch and um, started up um, a football academy in Mumbai called Forza India Academy and I'm coaching kids now from the ages 5 to 21 now and it's been it's been good so far I mean it's it's quite a pleasure not to uh, wake up and uh, drive uh, the peak car traffic and um, you know go into a cubicle it's always a pleasure to wake up and go to a football pitch um, as I'm recording this I'm on my way for a coaching session for uh, um, the under 23 team of uh, of a group and um, mm-hmm. yeah you might just hear the honking and sounds of Bombay traffic uh, coming in uh, every now and then but uh, this podcast is uh, going to be about football and more specifically there's this common myth uh, in India that football is a sport that is necessarily played in the monsoon. Well, it's a myth because it's not true. Football is a sport that you should play throughout the year. And uh, in the wet, soaked, muddy pitches in India, seldom do you get any gameplay. You know, it's just more running around, um, trying to kick the ball as hard as you can uh, get dirty and have some fun so yeah that explains a lot why we really haven't uh, done well as a nation in the sport of football um, I think that the primary um, issue here is that um, kids uh, in other countries the European countries or the South American countries um, they start playing football right from the ages um, three, four onwards. So their fundamentals are very strong. They have a high footballing age. Um, and that's that's what uh, is basically needed in India to kickstart the revolution of, of, of uh, football. Um, one can blame the authorities. One can blame, uh, you know, uh, the bureaucrats, the administrators, etc. But the, the, the core essence is that, um, you know, uh, we need, we need our kids to start early and we need to break the myth that football is a monsoon sport. Um, cricket, for example, is uh, sort of like the national sport in India and everybody plays cricket. I think uh, as soon as a child is born, um, he holds a bat before he holds a pen, I think. So um, uh, football sort of needs to emulate its, its own, uh, emulate a path that cricket took but also form its own identity and um, it's I think th- this could sort of you know lay a foundation to um, budding Indian footballers and uh, hopefully uh, you know we uh, become a stronger footballing nation in the future
Okay, so the FIFA World Cup is um, going right, is going on right now, and um, we're down to the last four. Um, and there's been a widespread interest in India uh, on on the topic of uh, the FIFA World Cup. I think everybody's watching all the games. Um, even non-footballing fans are watching um, all the games, and um, there are some teams that have always been traditionally favoured in India, like Brazil and Argentina. Um, you know, uh, football crazy pockets like uh, Goa. Uh, West Bengal, Kerala have a lot of uh, fans, you know, who, who really amp up uh, the hype during the World Cup. So uh, it's not common for these pockets to, you know, get football fever. But uh, this time around, a lot of uh, metros, a lot of uh, young kids are uh, watching the game, and uh, I, I really hope that that it, it inspires a lot of children to take up football. You know. Um, there is now uh, a platform that is being constructed by a lot of authorities to have a structured league, to have structured tournaments in place. And um, the first step uh, always begins with uh, you know a child watching a World Cup or a major game and falling in love with, with football as a sport. And, and that's where that's where I started. And I'm sure a lot of people started their uh, footballing passion. You know, so. On. So to say, after watching a World Cup game, I think the first World Cup game that I watched was um, the France '98 World Cup, and uh, I, I it was a final, obviously. Um, Ricky Martin's "Cup of Life" was the number one song. It was a World Cup song as well, and um, yeah, I, I, there was this um, rumor about Ronaldo uh, missing the World Cup um, due to. Mysterious injury or some kind of thing. So that's like my first memories of the World Cup. Um, I also have some faint memories of Euro 2000, where um, Italy were playing the Dutch in the semi-finals, and um, there was this guy who, uh, who basically chipped a penalty kick, and uh, I found it really cool at that time. And uh, just a coincidence, it was um, Francesco Totti. Chipped or Cucchiaio, as they say in Italian, uh, Edwin van der Sar. And uh, yeah, they, they got a fan in me. And um, I've been supporting the Azuri ever since then. So before uh, the hashtag Veridusti country, my second country came out, I think uh, Italy always have uh, had a place in my heart. So, and it is incredibly sad. I mean, I can't tell you how it feels uh, to see Italy not play in this World Cup. I mean, this is the kind of World Cup where you would expect Italy to win because it's been the story of uh, the underdog and uh, you know you had all the traditionally big name nations uh, fall out and um, generally Italy would have a helping hand in eliminating these nations out of the World Cup but um, this year sadly for all of us Azuri fans we have to watch other teams play in the World Cup and uh, you know <laughs> uh, we just enjoy the action uh, sitting at home it's quite strange really it's quite strange so yeah as far as my predictions uh, go for this world cup uh, the last four sees uh, france take on uh, belgium and uh, england take on croatia 
and um, everyone is obviously tipping uh, England as the hot favourites to to win this. I mean, there's a lot of uh, sensation in uh, England. I think with the media, with the journalists, with the com, with people everywhere. Uh, the hashtag "It's Coming Home" is it's always been trending. There's songs, there are uh, videos about it. It's just it's just insane. Um, although I, I, uh, for me, I would really like. Um, if uh, Belgium or Croatia win it, I mean, I would really like a new World Cup winner uh, this time around. Um, the France-Belgium clash, um, obviously, I think uh, France start off as uh, hot favourites. I mean, they have a brilliant squad, um, strength and depth. And they really haven't hit uh, you know, fifth gear, sixth gear in this tournament. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, are, they are an exceptionally good unit. While Belgium might have knocked out Brazil, my pre-tournament favourites, but um, the defence is, is sort of shaky and um, I don't know how Brazil did not find an equaliser in the last 15 minutes of the quarter-final. So, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, the odds tip towards France, but um, since this is a World Cup for underdogs, I would tip the Belgian team filled with superstars from the Premier League to... Uh, win the semi-final and as far as England and Croatia uh, I'd, uh, by the way I'd, I'd predicted uh, a final between Brazil and England so I'm going to stick to my prediction um, and um, yeah I tip England to knock Croatia out although I really feel Croatia are a wonderful team and um, they've, they've really really impressed me uh, their midfield has been amazing um, their forwards all of them are hard working I mean you know the likes of uh, Mandzukic, for example, is just a brilliant all-round footballer. And Subasic has impressed me with gold. But um, I just feel that England have the momentum, they have the belief. And I think that would be just uh, tipping the scales towards their favour for me. So, Belgium-England final, uh, a rematch of their group stage match. Although, we really didn't get to see the real England or Belgium in the group stage match because both the teams are already qualified and uh, they put out second string squads so um, yeah I'm, I'm it's gonna be it's gonna be a high TRP final I mean uh, all the players in the Belgian and English squads are household names um, most of them are from the Premier League and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be high quality because World Cup has been there's never been a dull moment has there I mean it's just been high tempo high drama everywhere and uh, I really, really hope that, you know, this, the final or all the four games, that are, all the three games, four games, yeah, sorry, so two semi-finals and final and the third one, so all the four games uh, live up to uh, the high intensity and uh, we get some really, really good action. And in the bargain, in the bargain, we get more kids who take up football. And uh, that that is my only uh, dream, you know, of, of uh, this World Cup, you know. I really wish that more Indian kids take up the sport and, um, and uh, I hope the parents understand that there is there is definitely a future for the children uh, you know, who, who dream of becoming professional footballers. I mean, uh, whatever said and done, uh, there, there is a league structure, um, although it's not, it's not the best, but uh, it's coming up. I mean, you know, every, everything takes time. 
um, five years ago or maybe a generation ago, the Indian footballers did not have the exposure to their current uh, peers. You know? And uh, if you look at um, the under-17 lads who played in a World Cup, uh, that's just, you know, the, the previous generation, the likes of Sunil, Sunil and uh, 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 Gurpreet Singh Sandhu, could, uh, they, they probably just missed out, right? I mean, because their generation did not get to play an under-17 World Cup, but this generation did. So, positive things are happening in Indian football. I mean, um, if if uh, if you went to the uh, Intercontinental Cup in Mumbai uh, recently, it was just it was just brilliant to see. For the first time in my life, I really felt that I was watching uh, India home game because uh, after Sunil's uh, video. Um, a lot of fans turned up. The stadium was practically full, and it, it never is full. You know, the Mumbai City, uh, Mumbai Football Arena is seldom full, even for the league games. So, uh, so it was really, really heartening to see. I think the only time where I saw the stadium was was uh, filled was uh, Mumbai versus uh, MCFC versus uh, Kerala Blasters. We, I think we had like a lot of uh, Kerala fans in the stadium, and they practically filled it up. But the other MCFC games, practically zero. Um, not zero, but uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, filled to its capacity. Um, obviously, no one really goes for the MDFA Super Division games, but it's it's good fun to go and see those games. I mean, it's just it's just brilliant if you're uh, you know, in and around that corner, you should definitely go and catch a uh, MDFA Super Division game at the Mumbai Football Arena. But um, yeah, the other India games that happened uh, previously over there. Uh, they had no footfalls basically but uh, for these three games that's the Kenya game um, the New Zealand game and the final against Kenya game these three games the stadium was completely packed and um, you had uh, the hardcore set of uh, Indian football fans the Blue Pilgrims uh, doing a TIFO right at the uh, beginning of the final and that was brilliant to see I mean the, the whole uh, fan culture was, was this this moment is the most Definite moment of you know the birth of fan culture in Indian in football and football needs it, its fans and you know it's it's it basically they coexist. Football cannot exist without its fans and vice versa. So so yeah, overall uh, 2018 has been a positive year for Indian football so far. You know um, it's been quite good. I think um, uh, uh, Sunil and his teammates now are recognized by um, a lot of. Uh, non-footballing fans as well now and uh, yeah I mean I, I really hope that this year is a turning point overall for for India to emerge as a footballing nation so yeah, yeah that's all that's all from me on this podcast and um, um, I really wanted uh, everyone to break this myth of football being a sport exclusively uh, for the monsoon because it is not and um, all the events that have uh, taken place so far in this year I just hope that uh, Indian football uh, rises up and uh, we become a major player first in Asia and uh, then the rest of the world you know the, uh, there is another uh, major issue that has been circulating since it's, it's World Cup season that uh, when will India make it to its first World Cup um, a lot of Experts have been claiming that it could be 2026 or 2030, you know, but um, ideally I don't think so these things have dates because, uh, you know, it you need 
a lot of obstruction stability before uh, a revolution happens. But to begin with, I think we have taken some uh, good steps. Uh, we've, we've had the, we've got the attention of the Indian uh, parents. Uh, we've had academies springing up everywhere, giving basic structured uh, football coaching. And, uh, of course, we've had uh, you know the ISL coming in plus the I League clubs. So we've had a structure in uh, Indian football system as well. So these are all positive steps. It's it's going to take some time. And I'm no expert, to be honest with you, on Indian football, but I cannot give you a date. I cannot tell you whether it's 2026 or 2030 or 2034, but I'm sure that if you continue on this path, we will definitely make it to the World Cup. Um, and I think, you know, the, the first immediate step right now for us is to sort of cheer our boys um, in 2019 when uh, they play the uh, Asian Cup in the United Arab Emirates. So. I think we should begin from there and um, my only word, my parting word to parents is that do not, do not hesitate, uh, you know, in enrolling your child up in, you know, if, if he or she wants to play football. Uh, it's, it's honestly the best thing and from a first-hand experience, the joy that football gives to, to these kids is absolutely amazing. There is nothing, nothing which, you know, I can compare to. So. So come on, India. <laughs> Let's start ball. That's all from me, Ajay Menon. I'm signing out. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time.